0: Get this, started. Get this
1: started. What are you going to talk
0: about? I'm talking about sampling records. Now they say about the crazy ones. The most. Hip-hop means everything to me. This it's, it's my culture. Ha. Crazy, man. You're, you're now rocking with the Twin City Tone Podcast. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Faith. You know. I'm, I'm the king of my city. The Twin City Tone Podcast. on, Giuliani said, on the greatest platform in the world. Super Bowl Check, check Check, turn my vote She started up a talking that, that black story Check One, two, check, check Yeah And white folks We don't know how to deal with that But we have sympathy for you one of us shows some independence. Look at how you treat Beyonce now. You're going to pick it. You're not going to offer her police protection, but the I will. Honor. The color of your skin can get you shot. Keys open doors, same keys can get you locked. It's ironic. Dr. Dre's chronic playing in my headphones, playing Sonic on the Genesis, nice with the penmanship since then. Listen, the hands up, don't shoot, but they still shoot. That's they the intro into uh, why we More Savage, we produced We're by my much guest much. today, very special guest. Before I say his name, I want to say, welcome to episode 18 of the Twin City Tone Podcast. We're hey. approaching that at number 20. Shout out to DJ D-Mill, who's running the boards in here. As usual, make sure to follow him at DJ D-Mill. Actually, I actually have two special guests in the building with me today. So the man who produced that record right there goes by the name of Kave B. Round hey, of applause sir. for Kave B. And it's his yes, birthday sir. today. Thank you. And I haven't seen Kave in like seven years, but we we stay in contact, talk on the phone. But it's good to have you in the city, man. Pleasure. Yeah, man. And then also, a good friend of mine stopped by by the name of Wolfgang Chris. What up, what up? Round of applause for Wolfgang Chris.
2: Happy to be here.
0: Yes, we're hanging out, man. So uh yeah, man, here we are. Here we are. We actually, man, we've had conversations just earlier today that could have been on the podcast.
1: You know, some of them could have.
0: <laughs> 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 right, some of them, not all of them. Right, right. But um, yeah, man. So what's up, man? Yo, first, they can follow you Wolfgang Chris at the Midwest Wolf on all social Midwest media. Wolf. Make sure to follow me at Twin City Tone B.
1: BPG underscore N C K.
0: BPG underscore N C K. That's tricky, man. You got to it's change a bald that peacock game. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, man. You got it. I will explain it to you too. All right, go ahead. Means. Break it down.
1: Well, if someone uses some shit against me, mm-hmm. I flip it into a positive. Mm-hmm. So I was called at one time. Someone told me to stop peacocking. You know, like showing. Yeah, well, I can't help it that I'm where I'm at. Right? Yeah. Right. So I'm not showing off to you if, if, if we're cool, right? You know, so we'll stop peacocking. And then I was like, well, it's the ball peacock game. <laughs> this is what we do. <laughs> and then the NCK is Nightcap Kings. What is it? It's Nightcap Kings. Nightcap like a drink at the end of the night. Yes, but we we, we go a little bit further. So we Nightcap Kings. Ah, so we
0: did. We flipped it. Got you, got you. Speaking of it. drinks, we got the drinks flowing right now yes. in honor of your birthday. Yes. came through with uh this is the Ciroc what is this though Sirac what what's it called this is
1: Ciroc summer
0: colada summer colada this
1: is, this is so unbelievably delicious
0: it's lit as, as, as it my daughter so would good. say we got the apple we is really got into
1: good. it yet because the
0: summer colada is summer is on point fantastic yeah so yeah, to yeah.
2: That, I gotta get another snort of that shit
0: yeah this is good we got the red cups flowing so yes. B man um you know Let's chop it up, man. Let's talk. So uh, actually, one thing I was going to say, you know, because I, I had a bar on there talking about Sega Genesis. Earlier this week, I was talking to my guy, Digital Dave. Shout out to Digital Dave. He's working on my website. Got the new website coming very soon. Stay tuned for that. We were talking about the the Nintendo Minis. Have you seen those that came out? They Yo. got like 30 games on them. Yo, everybody trying to get one. You can't get it no more. Yeah, word. I had one. I just sold it, though. You but flipped it. I flipped it. You made flipped money, too, I of that. I made a little bit of bread. It's all right you know yeah, what you mean? can't get them you can't get them can't get them anywhere they're sold out everywhere but we were talking about games and like right. so many memories came back like it was crazy like because we're from the same era you yes. played a lot of nintendo did Absolutely. you grow up playing
1: nintendo every every Absolutely. every Mill
0: nintendo games. everybody in this room was a nintendo head so i was talking to him like let's talk tech mobile for a second and Far i want to put this on the record tech mobile. i want to put this on the record Nobody is fucking with me when it comes to Tech Mobile. That might that might be the case. Tech Mobile Super Bowl, actually, let me clarify. The first Tech Mobile was just I. Right. It was right. cool. Like right. you had like eight teams. You couldn't really do a whole lot. You could only go, you know. But when Tech Super Bowl came out, took right. it to a whole nother level. What was your team? The Bills. <laughs> Thurman Thomas. Thurman Thomas, Andre Reed. I had Kelly as the quarterback. Jim Kelly, come on, man. I hate See, the burst to
2: burst your bubble tone, but so, I will stomp you in
0: know, time. I'm te- rolling te- with Leonard it,
1: Russell and Steve Grogan, I was getting killed every time. So. Yeah,
0: you gotta switch it team, up.
2: At the Cowboys.
0: Emma Smith was, was a beast on there. You had Michael Irving. Aikman was the QB. That's a solid squad. But nah, man, hey, listen, the 49ers were tough, and the Raiders were tough, too, because they had Marcus Allen and Bo Jackson. They're unstoppable. And Bo Jackson's unstoppable. But uh, I, I heard the side comment. Uh, that you'll stop me in Tech Mobile. Are we Super Tech Mobile? Tech Mobile Re- Super Bowl. No, 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 bro. All bets, I will take it. Whatever. Any whoever wants anything in Super Tech Mobile, I get it. I'm not a Madden head. I was never really into that. I played it, but I wasn't dope. Uh, NFL 2K or whatever. All, I didn't do any of that shit. Tecmo Super Bowl though, a large percentage of my childhood was spent in my room playing Tecmo Super Bowl.
2: As was mine.
0: I've never lost. Ever.
2: Never, ever. Ever. That's Not once. That's a wants. bold
0: statement. Never, have So He's lost.
2: saying he'll take any bet.
0: Any bet. Whoever wants it, let me know.
2: Let's we'll see. Like God, I don't play with dice, and I don't believe in coincidence.
0: We can get it, man. Whatever, man. Cowboys and Bills. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, whatever, man. But yeah, no, that was a great game. Um, we We're talking about some other games. You remember Bionic Commando? Nobody yes. remembers this game. You remember it? Yes, I do. Because Digital Dave brought it up. I was like, yo, Digital I love that Dave. game. Nobody else remembers it. Do you remember a Commando? Man. Nah, man, I never You played. had the hook, right, on your on your hand, and you, you shoot right. it to beams, and you can, like, swing over shit. It's, you go on missions. It's fucking dope. Sounds it's, tight. It's super ill. Did you, did you have that on your mini that you flipped? Yep, I think buying a Commander was on there. Well, okay. see, what they did was
1: I got a couple friends that have that mini, and there was some kind of, like, hack or some shit you could put on it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: To
1: get right? what? More games or oh, what? They got every game on it. Hell yeah. They got every game on it. Yeah. So it's like, it's everything you can imagine. Every Can you imagine every? Yeah, dude, those games were $50 back then. I remember. I remember. You know? Yeah. And
0: now you got every one of them. Mm-hmm. It's just unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, what else? What'd you play, Chris? Metroid? You like Metroid?
2: I like Super Metroid. Super Metroid Contra. Contra. Like
0: Contra Hold on Contra took it to a whole nother level Cause Contra that was like was one there. of the first games Where it's like you could actually play together Like a two player game At the same time Yeah What was your best weapon on Contra? Everybody has a different answer for this I like
2: the spread shot Yes Right the Spread Spreadshot shot was, was dope That was. What that about was, the machine uh, gun no? You
0: could machine just hold gun. the button down yep. yep I think the laser was overrated What's the cheat code?
1: Who
2: remembers that?
0: Ooh, a a b b up up down down left right left right. This select start. Plays you forgot select
2: it? start. You forgot the select start. Oh, select, select
0: start. C tone still Ooh.
1: plays. That's why he.
2: <laughs> <Yeah. there>. like- <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yo, that's crazy, man. I haven't thought of that in years, but it just came back to me. Yeah, it's countries. not a a b b. It's a b a b. A b a b. And you get what, like hundred lives or thirty lives? Thirty lives. Yeah. Nah, now I'm saying, like I played yesterday.
2: Yeah. What do y'all know about Metal Gear, though?
0: Metal yeah, I was Gear. never really the into that Original Metal,
1: Metal Gear was, yeah, it was a good game. Yeah.
0: I was never into that one. Yeah. Huh. Metal Gear, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. All right. You know, just thought we touched on that for a second. No, so be- retro gaming is a big deal, you know? Definitely, man. What about, um? hold on, let's talk. Uh, you remember, did you play like Bulls versus Blazers and Lakers-Celtics and all of that? Uh, What was that? Lakers
1: versus Celtics in NBA playoffs. That was my joint. Yeah. It was a good one,
0: but there were like certain people you couldn't be on there because it was unfair. Like Tom Chambers for the Suns, he did this double pump from, from the clubs, three point from the free line. Throw line. Yeah, from the three point line, basically, you it's couldn't ridiculous. stop it. It's unfair. Well, you always
1: want to get a fast break so you could do Jordan's over under, and you couldn't stop that either. You couldn't. No. Well, that's, that's how that game. That's how them games were made. We right. Could do that. You could do that in the middle of five guys. The yeah. shit was going in. Yeah. <laughs> Larry, Larry Bird from the corner would do that. That like. What was it, that one eighty three pointer? Yeah, you turn around with the turn around. Yeah. <laughs> ridiculous.
0: You can't you can't yeah, you can't stop that. That wasn't fair. What about um did you ever play any baseball games? Baseball games I feel weren't as fun, but they were still yeah, kind of RBI fun. RBI baseball was fun. RBI was cool, yeah. It was. It was a good game. Yeah. They had Tecmo baseball but it never like it wasn't like the football though. You remember that nah, Tecmo I never, baseball? I never
1: played that no. I wasn't much of a baseball game guy. I liked the hockey game when that came out. Me what about either. Blades of Steel? Blades of yeah. Steel was dope. Blades of Steel. You remember that? Ching. Or with a, with a... See, I'm starting to think Genesis because the hockey EA Sports Genesis ah, game. Ah,
0: Genesis, yeah. Oh, I'm um, yeah. I mean, we so we're, were talking writing, Genesis Bulls right and now. Bulls Blazers and all that. That was yeah. Genesis. Yeah, I skipped right. ahead because Nintendo. But Nintendo was fun for a while. But when Sega came out, when oh, the it Genesis came out. It was over with. Yeah, I never
2: had a Sega, man. I had the Super Nintendo
0: I, I never had Super Nintendo. I had yeah. them all. I bet you did. <laughs> what do you mean?
2: <laughs> I'm just saying I bet you did. This motherfucker you had mean? Pong, dude. You. Beep, 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 beep.
1: My, my brother had that shit. My dad bought him that. Atari? It was a couple hundred dollars. Just the one we you're talking about. Yeah. The,
2: the Pong. Throwback. It Yo. was a couple
1: hundred
0: dollars in the 70s. Crazy. I got Late Atari for Christmas that. one year. I remember I opened it up Christmas morning, and the shit was broken. Broken. What? I couldn't even play it. So I had to wait until, like, the next day or the day after we returned, Which and felt they like were a sold out. Yeah, they were sold out. So then I ended up getting a Nintendo. So I skipped Atari. So it actually worked out because Nintendo was better than Atari. Yep. There but you go. You know. But, yeah, man. So, all right, we all. Moving on. So we were talking earlier, B, about how we first met. Right, so it was um, actually it all goes back to Q. So Q was like the originator of all of this. I met Q at a birth. I went out to this birthday party for this girl, and uh, Q happened to know somebody like in the club, like that was at the party or whatever. And then I don't know. I, he and I started talking, and like he s- maybe he said something about how he sings. I right. was like, oh, I do music, I rap. He like, Word. And then we exchanged info. And then um I started rocking with Q because he had the studio in his basement. Shout out to Q. I haven't talked to Q in a couple yes, of years. Big, big shout out to Q. To Q. The, the, original, big...
1: the original producer made one of my first songs sound legit. Yo, very for good real, at what man. He does.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna say this about Q. I used to hate recording with him. Oh yeah, it's like being with fucking Teddy
1: Riley. It's like Teddy Riley, whatever. whatever Puffy that would be and like.
0: Quincy Jones mixed together, like i have to do the same verse like 40 times. And I'm like, yo, it doesn't, doesn't sound, sound like... any different. He's like, nah, say this like this and say that bar like that. And then when you end it, do it like this. I'm like, the fuck, man? It would be like 3 in the morning on my 40th take. Like, I'm fucking tired. I remember like when me and Ma would be over there sometimes. Like, Ma would be doing his his takes. I would like go and lay in the hallway and go to sleep. It'd be like 3 in the morning. <laughs> I'd go to sleep. And then Ma would be done. And they'd wake me up. I'd go in the booth like half asleep. So and no, like, wait, wait, wait.
1: Hold up. Let's go Rewind. Yeah. So Ma will go in at what time? No. Nah.
0: <laughs> it's not a shot at Ma. No, <laughs> no, nah, I'm, nah, I'm playing. I'm nah, playing. I, but <laughs> but we be in He himself late. was a perfectionist. Ma is a super perfectionist. He himself you think he got that perfect.
2: from Q? No, he No, he's he just like that. Before. that. He, uh, Ma's always been
0: like Yeah, my. yeah, yeah. And I'm the total opposite. I'm like, oh, it sounds good. Let's go to the next song. Good? Right. OK, let's go. But Q, but I, I credit Q with helping me get my flow right because before I met Q, I was just like rapping but then he taught me how to like have inflection and use use your voice right. differently. So shout out to Q. So I met Q. I started recording with him over in his crib. And then Q met BC. Because BC was working for Def Jam. Right. Remember street team. Yes. So he met him somewhere. They exchanged info. And then Q was like, yo, I got I met this kid working with Def Jam. We're going to go meet up with him. So I'm like, word. So Q came to pick me up. I still remember he had the 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 army green navigator, and we went over to the U of M campus, and we pull up, and a BC came out and I shout st- out to Q. He was balling back then. Well, walk, he had the theater in his basement. Theater in
1: his remember? basement with the with yeah, a couple of beautiful room. girls just sitting around.
0: Yeah, and then and then the fucking uh, recording studio yeah, in the yeah, other yeah. room. Yeah, he had it going on, man. Yeah, he's, he's chilling, man. So B C comes out. I still remember he had on a Scully. In a uh, Scarface, the Fix album (laughs) T-shirt. That's when they were pushing that. That's right. Yeah. So he came out. It's crazy that you remember that. I do remember. Photographic memory. Good memory. Now he's bringing it back. So now it's starting. Yeah. So he got in the back seat, and we were chopping it up. He was like, "Yeah." He's like, "My boy." He's like, "He's an artist." Um, You know. He's like, "Check him out." We put the CD in, and it was the Scarface sample. Like the G O D, the same Father one you. that Mobb Deep used. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. And then you started rapping, and me and Q were like, "Okay, this is hard right here." And then BC was like, "Yeah," he was like, "You know, um, he's coming to town or whatever. You know, we can set something up and do, do a record or something." We're like, "Word." I don't know if I had met Mar at this point or not. I mean, not at that point, but like after that. I don't know if I met Mar before I met you, because Mar was living here though. At that time, no, he wasn't. He wasn't living here yet.
2: Yo, big shout
0: yeah, out no. to Ma Douglas. Yeah, shout out big to Ma Douglas, Ma, man.
2: Big
1: time.
0: We're going to talk Carolina about Ma. Ma. We're going to talk about Ma a, a yeah, little Ma's, later. Ma's amazing. But he uh, Le-
1: leaves Green Bay and, and goes to even more racist city. Because <laughs> he just wants that. He's yeah,
0: yeah, forward. Charleston. So um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't remember, like I said, if I met Ma before or after you. But I do remember when I first met you, we had a meeting. And it was at the Leaning Tower of Pizza, I believe was the name. It's over on the U of M campus, okay? Yo, And uh, okay, is that the place that's open all night? I don't know if it was open all night, but we met during the day. It was like in the afternoon on a, I don't know, weekend or whatever. And uh, I, I came through, I still remember I had the Cutlass with the T-Tops, the black Cutlass. Okay. Pulled up, came out, walked up, and like you guys were deep, like the Terror Squad or some shit. It was you. Yeah, Yo, we were like the Terror Squad. It's Betos. a version of it. Um, wasn't it Charles or whatever? Yep. BC, DJ Mike, Ma. so You guys are like 78. Fiori. Fiori might have been there. Yo, Pete knows Fiori. Peter Parker knows Fiori. Well, that's unbelievable. We're going to talk about that later. We, we need to talk about that. Yeah. It might be got, a different Fiori. I got it. I, no, it's a very one. no, it's Fiori. the same one. This is very unique. No, it's the same one. It's okay. the same one cuz he said his name one night and I was like Fiori I was like yo you know Fiori cuz Fiori's from Wisconsin. Yeah. He's from Massachusetts. Right. Fiori was never out in Boston? No. This Fiore's out there though. Damn, maybe it's a different one there. Which I'm
1: is saying. funny because we we knew we had, you know, when we lived in the Massachusetts we had friends with the same last name Fiori, but
0: that ah uh, okay.
1: Eric Fiori you're talking about, he was he's from Wisconsin.
0: Oh, uh, maybe it's a, maybe okay, maybe it's a different one then. All right, yo. Sidebar <laughs> for you. Let me. I gotta tell this story real quick. Yo, you remember when we uh we opened up for? Yeah, it might. I think it was Method Man, or it might have been the Black Eyed Peas. We did a few shows in Milwaukee. Right. That's right. Eagle, the Eagles uh, Ballroom. Nah, it was the rave or the cra- the, rave the rave. is
1: Right. The rave. That's right. The rave. So I still remember. The rave and,
0: is attached to Eagles
1: Ballroom though.
0: Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. Email
0: says it's
2: And Don't the same try to venue. take
0: it away from us. My bad. My we were bad. in the main room there. Yeah, we were in the main room. Big stage. That big was crowd. the first big show that I had done. Yeah, yeah, were me I too. I think all
1: of us was like the biggest stage. You've been yeah, on yeah, yeah.
0: The Black Eyed Peas joint was crazy. That was crazy. It was like thousands of people in there. I mean, I don't know what the capacity is. It looked like thousands. I think people. it's five thousand. Something. So that was dope. It was five thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still remember that I had the. Uh, I was all Milwaukee'd out. I had like the Milwaukee Brewers fitted and the Milwaukee Brewers jersey with the Laney J's. I was on point.
1: We had the Cavalry hoodies going.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. Ma had those made. Yeah, those were hard. Black ones and camouflage ones. Yes. Right. So I remember going out to the car, though. I think I actually walked up to the to store. or Maybe Fiori did. He walked up to the store, and he had Milwaukee Ice, which is the worst beer ever. Fucking terrible beer. <laughs> terrible. Fuck. Was it Milwaukee? You mean Milwaukee's best? Milwaukee's best. The Beast Light, dude. Ugh. So he's sipping those... Should I say Dude, the hangover? those? Yes. The
2: hangover on those. It's fucking epic.
0: <sighs> I can imagine. I think Richard was with us. He whipped out in the Escalade back then. He had the, the Army Green Escalade, or the forest Green one. So I think Shout he out drove out Shout out to Richard, there. man. Shout out to Richard, man. So we're in the Escalade. Richard's in the front seat. Fiori's in the...
1: Richard Green, by the way. Shout out Richard Green. There's lots of Richards.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's pounding these Milwaukee Derky. beers. And then, yo, he whips out. I'm not trying to incriminate the guy, but this is, you know, this is a true story. He whips out some (laughs) coke. Of course he did. He's like. Of course he did. Here you go. I'm like, yo, what the I was like, I don't fuck with that shit, bro. He's like, oh, okay, cool. (laughs) I'm like, yo, this is crazy, man. And then, yo, I don't know if it was this time or another time, but I swear, yo, he pissed himself, man. Okay, time out. Don't go there. We're going to talk about that. Was that this story? Or is that a different one?
1: No, it was together. That was the, the DJ Cannon party. <laughs> Where
2: well, he pissed on that's on himself. That's the
1: greatest. That's one of the. Ma and I will talk about at least every fifth. Every fifth, you, nobody knows who Ma is, but you should know and one day will. Know. But was like
0: one of the most interesting people. He is Ma, world. really is <laughs>
1: Ma. Could like be the new spokesperson for Dos Equis.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: he
2: really is.
0: <laughs> All right, so that maybe wasn't that time. I'm getting my, my dates mixed up here. So I'm just going to throw this in there yeah. real
2: quick. Ma Douglas is a very talented artist, rapper, writer. Yo, I wish Ma would just. Still do it. He
1: you can't get. I can't convince him to do it. I know, man. I sent him. I had to throw that in.
0: Nah, he's Mars unbelievable. He's got a dope voice. His flow is always on point. Great. His li- lyricism. Super lyricism. But what he do, do? So, but um, right. how do we how do we get on that? We're talking about Milwaukee. How do we even get on that? Fury. I don't know. We were talking. Q. About- we met Terror Squad. Right. So I walk up. I don't even think we ate. We just maybe had a drink or two. And I just walked up and it was, you know, it was like, what up? Cool. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, let's do a record or whatever. I was like, word, I got this joint I want to do called A Thousand Deaths. You remember that? I remember that. Yeah. You're like, all right, let's get it. So I think I like gave you the beat on a CD or something. And then we went to Q's like a few days later. Yep. And we did the joint it was like, a coward dies a thousand deaths, a soldier but one, something, something, you know what I mean? I remember that shit, though. Yeah, it was dope, though. I remember that. We it had was. heat back then, too. But uh, that was the first time we recorded, you know? And it was it was dope, man. And then after that, we just kept building, you know? Like, every time you would be in town. I, I think we even recorded uh, over, like, in the dorm room over there. Yo, you did. Yeah, and the first. You
1: did, you did a whole record, which. Hope one day you put out, man, with BC in the in in his room he recorded. Yeah,
0: you. right, right. The, I still remember that the first night we ever recorded together, me and BC, we did like six or seven records in like two or three hours, and it was crazy. Filthy, my story.
1: Wow, some good songs. When it rains, nights like this. Nights like this is one of my favorite rap songs, ever. Wow. Yo. the beat was so dope. The lyrics. Yeah. See, like you probably listen to it now, and you're like, ah, right. Yeah. But the, I can't explain. It. It's hard to explain. You know, you just say it in a conversation, you have to listen to you
0: it. You do. Because right. when you
1: listen to that, right, and like I know you, mm-hmm. and pe- other people that know you, if they listen to that, they kind of see where you were at that point. Hundred percent. It literally was like open a diary. It was. And, and that's where you, you could tell where you were. It, the, the everything was. you could put that over. I don't know you you could you could put that out now and it would still be relevant because it was where you were in your life at that point. It was yeah. such a dope song. No, it was the whole, man. the whole the whole record was dope.
0: The whole EP was ill. Like I'm gonna be honest man, I think like why I never put it out, it was so personal, right? It was so personal. Like even for me to go back right now and like if I were to listen to those records, it would probably like strike up old feelings I don't want to he- feel anymore. You know what I mean? Cause I was going through a lot of shit at oh, that point.
2: No, just my opinion, man. You should never hold anything back.
0: Nah, I feel you, but I didn't yeah, hold back. You have to listen to it. I mean, I put it all out there on those records, but I didn't. I just didn't want. I didn't want the world to hear it.
1: I'm surprised Chris never heard that record.
0: I have. You are not to love to hear that. Huh? You still have it, right? I still have them somewhere. I haven't listened to them in years, years, but I still have them. They're on a, like an old hard drive. That's or the best shit, though. The shit
2: that you, the the shit that you lay down, that when you're going through the hardest times, it creates the best
0: art. You're right, absolutely, hundred percent, man. You know, hundred percent. I
2: I understand, but uh, I don't hold that shit back. I personally would never hold that shit back from release.
0: Yeah, I feel you. I don't know. It's one of those things, man.
2: You got it. You got it in the fuck. Yo, I'm just surprised you don't go
1: back and like listen to. See, I I know. Like I feel you though. You know you go and you know I've got I don't know hundreds of songs. Mm-hmm. And then I have I won't go back and listen to them. I probably should. But then you don't want to kind of like spoil your spoil where you're at right now. Yeah. You know like kind of kill what vibe you have now. Yeah, you makes listen sense that and then be and then subconsciously you're like using some of your old rhymes cuz you just You know what I'm saying? Well,
0: it could be. You know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Wow. Well, yeah. Was, is some good records. Not to get you off your off your uh, where you were talking about, but that nah, was, it's it was definitely a fantastic great. album.
0: Thank you, brother. I appreciate that, man. And and maybe no one, one day will ever hear. It's called Therapy. Maybe one day I will put that out. It's, it's, a great, it's one of my favorites. They will. One yeah, day. one of these days I probably will.
1: At least put out like one or two of the songs. Yeah, I could do that. Nights like this was it was there's probably some people will probably know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. But generally it's one of them songs where, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know who to compare it to, like that yeah, that was a very emotional album. That was like a like a like an Eminem M kind of album. It was. You, know, you put it out there. It was, yeah. And but shit. you didn't see,
0: you didn't say anybody's name. No, I didn't.
1: You're right. You know, they I could didn't.
0: only tell by yeah, tone's knowing good at that. <laughs> you know, you know? Yeah, they would know if it was them, but right. somebody else hearing it from the outside would no, never know. No. You're right. You're right. You're anyway, right. yeah. So we started working, rhyming. It's right. It's right. Um I still remember we did a couple shows at uh that we did, bar. We did a lot of shows. Did a lot of shows. Remember um the bar out in Wisconsin though. Yes, yeah, the is the Pumper and Mitchells. Pumper Mitchells. Mike Pause. Z. Shout out to Mike. Shout Z. Shout out to Mike Z. He's hooking it up. Yeah, we came out there and did. We did like two shows there, I think. Yes.
1: Right. That's right.
0: That shit was fun, though, man.
1: It was so much fun. And Mike yeah. had everybody hype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike yeah, yeah, yeah. was
0: like acting like Bad Boy Records is coming. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> but yo, like, so back then, or like you, I remember you and BC, you guys moved out to LA for like a summer, right? Let's talk about that. We did that, a couple man. summers there. A couple summers Yeah, there. we did a
1: couple summers there. So we did that 19 Delta album, and then we went out there, and that was like the first thing we ever did. Mm-hmm. And it was okay, you know. There was a couple good tracks. Like I, I liked it overall for where I was at that point. Yeah. It wasn't like I necessarily needed to. Uh... Speaking of which, that's BC saying. Shouts out! Oh, whoa!
0: Shout out to that guy, man.
1: To him, we'll talk about that more too. But yeah, so um, we go out there. BC had to hook up. This is how it happened. Brandon's mother was good friends with. A lady named Chris Camp. Okay. And she was the um vice president or president of the Key Club. I don't okay. know if you've ever heard you you heard of the Key Club, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like right on Sunset Boulevard. It used to be the main spot back then. I mean, like it, w- it would have like like very low like 5,000 2,500 people. It was very low key. Yeah. Like Prince did sh- Prince did a show there. Okay. Like Keras 1. I mean, they had some like big names do shows there and it was very exclusive and High dollar tickets, yeah. and it was mostly like actual Hollywood—you know, A and B listers would go and like watch shows and stuff there. And then, like, they had this underground. It's crazy. One of the times we're at Key Club, to digress a little bit, we used to be able to go. They had this like room. It was mm-hmm. like a special VIP room underneath the stage. It was like underneath the the, the main floor oh, and stage of the Key Club, right? Dope. Yeah. And it was had a, its own bar, and there was tables in there. And uh yeah. this is about two thousand and I wanna say I wish BC was here to, to, to help me. Two two thousand two, two thousand three. Mm-hmm. And it's like the first time we'd ever like Nick Cannon was in there. Oh, he was we're, a kid, he was a kid. Yeah. He was like us. He wasn't of age yet either. We weren't, you know, yeah. We weren't supposed to be in this area with alcohol and shit. We're like 18, 19 at right. this point. Uh but Nick Cannon was down there and wow. a bunch of different you know, you could you name it. All kinds of people. We're just, you know, you know, two kids from Wisconsin. Just grinding it out. Just, yeah. Where, just were you, where did that. you guys
0: stay when you were out there? Um, you guys just got a little studio or something? Studio apartment or what? No, I
1: stayed. My aunt was living in Irvine. Okay. And um, we stayed there for a little bit. And then Brandon stayed with Chris okay, Camps, who's who's like I said, was the president of the place. And... Um, Then the following summer when we went, we really got into, you know, she hooked us up with a distribution company called Worldwide Heavyweights. Okay. And they, the main person they distribute, they they distributed for, uh, remember DJ Rectangle? Yeah. They distributed for Rectangle. Yep. Shout out to DJ Rectangle. Um, uh, Mitchie Slick. Yeah, Mitchie Slick, San Diego. And that was, like, when he was, like, when his first shit came out and he was popping. He was, he, yeah, Mitch Slick's a real deal. He was a, like, real yeah. gangster, you know? Right, right. And uh so we were working for them, you know, hustling, everything. CDs, going and get records played in club. We did everything for these guys. Mm-hmm. And Adrian, A-Love was his name. I remember that. Adrian. Yeah. I remember that name. Adrian hooked us up with a bunch of different people, you know, and he didn't hear me rap till way. He didn't want to hear me rap till way later on. And, uh. Once he did, he was like, oh, okay, you know? And then he introduced us to Quam and all kinds of people. It was it, was oh, cra- yeah. it was a crazy Quam. situation. Yo, I remember all these names now. And then BC was working at the same time at Def Jam. Right. So she got Chris got him in at Def Jam, and he met, man, what were those dudes? They were signed to Rockus, too.
0: He's talking about, uh, I know, because you battled one of the dudes, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Knowledge?
1: Knowledge. Knowledge God and uh, what was the other guy's name?
0: Kids in the hall.
1: Kids in the hall. That's exactly who they were. Kids and in the hall. They got. They ended up getting with Just Blaze. Right. And then uh, what's that beat? Actually, Just Blaze, uh, jacked one of the beats from. I can't remember the producer's name. I'm, I'm. My brain is lapsing right now. But the they got cool with Just Blaze. Yeah. And the other dude. What was his name? I can't remember. My bad. But he actually did the beat. Oh, and really? And then Just Blaze jacked it and gave it to Jay Z. <laughs>
0: wow You you don't remember What song it was for oh, I want to say It was the
1: I'd have to listen to Like it. he
0: remade the beat
1: Or he took he, the beat he, and... he literally He took the sample And redid the sample Okay and okay And he okay. killed it They yeah. actually did a video too On YouTube Kind of like Mocking the situation Yeah Like Just Blaze came in And heard it And he's like Oh okay yes, yeah, Sorry they left And he just jacked it And they came back And said oh that's my beat And Jay Z got it Wow. wow. Those dudes were smart, though. They both went to, uh, that knowledge was like, went to Penn State or something. Oh, really? The engineer, yeah. Okay, okay. So they were, you know, college educated. He was dope.
0: So did you guys work with them at all, or you just battled them? <sighs> no, nah, I battled them. You battled not? Well, I battled anybody, right? and I battled them, yeah. Like right in front of the club, right?
1: Right, in, right in front, No, inside inside Worldwide Heavyweights. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he was spitting some written shit, though. Are you were off the top. Oh, yeah. Damn. So, so top. And then we used to go to. Uh, so who won the battle? I think he won. You think so? Yeah. I mean, he was spitting written shit. Yeah. He didn't say nothing directly to me, but the shit he was saying was dope. Yeah. yeah. But then Adrian seemed like, okay, this this dude's for real. So you're like in an office battling. Yeah, we were literally in the back room, and he's rhyming, and I'm like, you know what? I looked at Brandon, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not gonna sit here and hand out CDs for people, and this is gonna come in and act ignore us. Uh, you know, I, back then I didn't care where we were. I was just gonna I was just gonna rap. Yeah. So he stepped in, I stepped in, and I just started talking shit about him, what he was wearing, what he looked like, everything about him. Yeah. They're all like, well, what the fuck is this guy doing? Adrian loved it. <laughs> Kelsey loved it. Brandon loved it. Yeah. She loved it. Right, and then he apart. started spitting his written shit. I'm like, oh, it's all over. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he was dope. He's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, can
2: you not be when you're spitting written shit?
1: But then uh, he just he was good. He was lyrical. That's a rocket signed him. He, yeah. he was lyrical too. Yep, yep, um, I don't real. know what happened that he didn't. Hit like maybe he should have, but he had good production and you know mm-hmm. he was a dope rapper. But was, I, I liked him a lot. Yeah. But uh, that was my that was my deal. That was my first real like, jump out and let everybody know why I was there. I wasn't there to go hustle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hustle CDs and records for him.
0: Right. Now is that we didn't you record the uh Back to the Future
1: mixtape out there? Yeah, that was the second the second time we went out. The second summer we went out. Second yeah. summer out there. Okay. So second summer we went out and we didn't do much of the you know, we weren't like carrying crates and shit. Like the first time we went to like DJ Big Face, shout out DJ Big Face. I don't know if he's still up out there on the radio. I think he was at like uh, one oh three. Okay. He was a DJ there. And like Big Face took us around and to introduce the people. We carry his crates and stuff and a of okay. crazy stories with him. But the second time we went out there, we just focused on we kind of freelanced it. We focused on making records and getting getting involved with people. And yeah. that was when we really got into like I was down to battle anybody. Mm-hmm. So we uh would go down to we got a sublet apartment off of 27th of Vermont Avenue right by USC campus. Pretty big misconception about South Central. They don't. A lot of people don't know USC is like right in the middle mm. of it all. It's like two blocks from Crenshaw, right near Project Blow, right near Lemert Park, all that. So Project Blow was pretty big back then. Everybody would go. All the underground artists would go there and battle and shit. Yeah, in front yeah. From the yeah. place, so we went out there, and um, I go out there every night and just get with all these different artists and battle and so them. You were just battling every battle, everybody. There. Like, right and in front of like, the club? This is this white guy?
0: Yeah. You the only white rapper out there?
1: Yes. Yeah. I was the only white person in that neighborhood. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Me and BC. And <laughs> they thought we were fucking crazy. Because, you know, I got shaved head. BC got a fucking mohawk. Yeah, I remember that. I remember so that. So we're sitting there, and I'm battling dudes. And, like, they're pulling out their sound scan on me in their battle. I swear to God, one one time I was battling, a dude pulled a sound scan out. What? He's like, yeah, sounds like fuck you and we was just going in and it was just going in on each other. Battled everybody. I battled everybody.
0: Is this what Mike's like on a stage or just in front of the project? In club? front of the Project load. So all right, so you're battling everybody. Do you have any other memorable artists that you remember battling out there?
1: It would have been back then, so I don't even know if they're relevant anymore. But like Triumph was a big guy. Um Man, I can't I can't remember off top.
0: I remember you did a song with a dude that was in Unsigned Hype. Yeah, he, Dre did beats for him too. I forgot his name though.
1: Yeah, and I do too. That's unbelievable, it was so long ago. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. His name. I remember that though. I should have been more prepared for this. Nah, that's good, man, no worries, um, no worries. What was his name, dude? You're right, I did a song with him too. Cause he was at, he seen me battling. And then uh, Quam had a beat, and the beat was man. ridiculous. And uh, the dude heard me. And we went over, and I'm like, yo, check this beat out. Because Kwama told me about it. He was a barber, actually. And Dre had did shit for him. And the reason why he was popping I can't remember his name now. He's dope, too. He dissed Ja Rule.
0: Oh, OK. And Ja Rule was like the biggest rapper at the time. At the
1: time. And yeah. Dre did the beat.
0: Mm.
1: OK. So in that, we did a song together. It was pretty dope. It was pretty that was my first experience in a big in a big studio too in LA. That was that was I can't remember his name too. That's terrible. It works so many people. Man What's his name? You talk to Quam still or no? Quam is a, is married. He, Quam was always a professor at Berkeley. Oh where well, I didn't know. Yeah, uh, he taught uh, African American studies at Berkeley. Oh, okay. And um yeah. but he loved music. And he was signed too, you know. Okay. Quam back in the in the day was signed and he was he used to tour with um what was the name of that California group. Um uh, God damn it. They were from the it was the early 90s too. He had his Quam had a hit too. Had a hit record. And he, he shit he stopped touring I think it was only like 8 years ago he stopped. He was over overseas, Germany, okay. everywhere. Yeah. But Quam had his own little deal. Okay. And then he helped he just he helped underground artists. He liked to work with underground artists. So he, he took a liking to me in B C, you know, kinda of mm-hmm. was like our mentor, our little guide to the hood, kind of our pass. Yeah. You know? But um yeah, no, I haven't talked to Quam in a little while at all. I haven't talked to him in a bit. But he's out there, he's still doing his thing, he still DJs. Dope. You know? Dope.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So then with that so that was when nineteen Delta, you were pushing that. And then I remember um, when you did Soldier Son, right? Which is an incredible project. Yeah, a lot of fun. Nah, it's dope, man. I remember you came. I still remember sitting down and talking to you before you started the recording process on that. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, you were like, you kind of want to take it in a different direction than 19 Delta, because 19 Delta was like, was really hard and underground. Mm-hmm. And Soldier Son was still hard, but it was a little lighter. You know what I mean? Had it more, was more structured. More structured, exactly. Yeah. More melodies, more yep. melodic. And um, you could tell, like, like with 19 Delta, you you could see the progression. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you could tell, like, you actually sat there and really sequenced, like, what song was going to go after each one. Right. And talking to me and you were just, because I think uh, 50 was really popping at that time. And he was, like, singing the hooks and, you know, he That's was right. really melodic. And you, got, you have a good singing voice, man. And I, I will say this to people, too, when we talk about you. I'm like, Kaveh is the only dude I know <laughs> that can make a beat, write a hook and sing to it, write the verses and rap it, record himself, and then he'll mix it and master the song. Yo, back then <laughs> I didn't have a choice. <laughs> it wasn't like this. No, right, thing. right, right. Yeah, yeah. We're blessed. Shout out to d Mill. Right. right. You're right. Back then. No, it was different. Yeah, you had to do that, right? Yeah. I
1: had no choice. Yeah. And that wasn't, like, that wasn't even my intention. Yeah. I didn't really want to rap. Ma, I wanted Ma, Ma to rap. Ma, yeah, that's what you said. Ma because was the, Ma was, Ma was like, I mean, in my opinion, because yeah. I was around him all the time, I would just be blown away by the shit he was coming up with, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm like,
0: yo. When's the first, like, how did you and Ma meet? When you moved to yeah, Green Bay? Yeah, when I moved to Green Bay, yeah. From Massachusetts? Yeah. That's and you, how you were how old? 14. So you were in Massachusetts, and then you moved there, and then... Yep. That's it. That's an awkward age to move anywhere. Yeah, it was fu- it was fucked up, man. It was right going into high school,
1: yeah. you know. And it was uh, you know, it, it, your mom was like the Ma was like the only black kid there.
0: Damn.
1: You know? And yeah. he, his family's from Chicago and you know, he 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 wasn't a Packer fan. He didn't really didn't he really. was like me. <clears throat> he didn't really have much to relate with anybody. Yeah. So we that's how we hit it off, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Rap wise, it was supposed to be Ma. Yeah. I, I didn't really even want to rap. I liked it. I like rap music. Yeah. But I wanted it to be him. And right. then we got into doing it and we're like when the nineteen Delta album came out, we're supposed to do this was supposed to be a Ma record. Mm-hmm. Well, he all come to the studio. We got all this equipment. <laughs> what are you gonna do? What am I gonna do? Yeah. So I'm making. the So beats. is that
0: when you started rapping? You hadn't, started, you weren't rapping before that?
1: No. Word. No. So you
0: had you were just doing beats.
1: I was no. Nah, what I basically was supposed to be like Moss Height Man. Like I said, I was just gonna drive. <laughs> Ma was the shooter. Ma was the one with the aim. Ma was the best. Yeah, yeah. But then he's just like, it, it wasn't, no, it was nothing against Ma either. It was like he's hypercritical of himself, had a lot of shit going on. We were young, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I was stubborn. I'm like, nah, fuck this. We got all this equipment. We got to do something. Mm-hmm. So then I started doing it, putting those melodies together through the hooks. And then he would come in and spit. And I felt like every song he would get on was a good, the be- like, the be- like the movement was Ma's song. Yeah. That was Ma's song. Like he did those, he did, he did like, he got this like spur of motivation and did like six really dope songs with Mike, DJ Mike. Yeah. And then he sends them and I'm like, I was scratching my head. I'm looking at like, I'm looking at Jamal and I'm looking at Charles. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is this dude's deal? Yeah. Why couldn't he come to, (laughs) right? Right. So, but yeah, I mean, like he was, he was supposed to be that guy. To me, anyway, so that's how I got into it. And then I like, you know, I liked what I was doing. You know, I just worked on it. It was like, for him, it was more natural. Yeah, you know, guys like you and Ma, is natural to you. Like for me, I kind of had to teach myself the kind of rhythm and cadence I was gonna rap at and stuff like that. It wasn't like Mark could hear it, like yeah. he could hear Nas and Ma or like Jay Z because they had like similar kind of cadence, right? Yep. It wasn't like it wasn't like riding the beat. It was like it was. It went with the beat, but it didn't ride the beat, like yeah. mine was usually riding the kick kicking the snare, you know yeah, yeah ma was had his own like it was unique, it was yeah, different right, and uh he could just go in and you know he would spit some shit and when he was saying it at seventeen years old was like beyond the shit we were saying, like I was making shit up, mm-hmm. you know, I killed eighteen thousand people <laughs> on nineteen Delta, you know. And it's like you know, it's just you are rapping, You hear right. these other people's shit, and you're battling, you know. Yeah. But Ma would come in and he had like very poetic. It would be structured. It would have like he'd have a story. there's a lot of pain and shit he was saying. Was like, he's talking about his life, yeah. and he was saying shit at 17 that we, you know, it was over our heads. You listen to it now, and you're like, wow, okay,
2: right? Yeah. So I'm gonna pack this mic up, and I'm gonna send it to Ma because he's got to get back in it.
0: Man, yeah, for real, man. Ma, we need we need at least a verse, man. Can I get a verse? You know what, yeah. what I mean? No, dude. Ma's,
2: Ma's selling right verse. now. He is, he is. Ma, we, we, need, we need a verse. Shout out to Ma. But
0: yeah, so that... uh. Yo, side real quick, not to cut you up, but the name Ma Douglas, it originated from a football game, I believe? Yeah, I fucking...
1: I don't know where I came up with that. I call him Ma. I just, like, came up with some shit. I would say shit. Well,
0: because... So, M-A-W is his initials. It's his initials. Mark is out in so, Washington. Yeah, so people were calling him Ma already? I called him Ma. Okay, but then, like, I heard during a football game. Oh, I if they call him Ma Douglas in a football y- yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, like, you're, you're like, in a lateral, like, pitch it to him because you're about to get tackled or something. You're like, yo, Ma Douglas. And you pass you pitch I, it, it to it him. It probably happened some crazy shit like and that. And then it just stuck, Ma Douglas. Ma would know because that was
1: when it first happened, and then it stuck. Yeah. Ma had, like, 15 different rap names, though. <laughs> Ma would change his <laughs> rap name. He was a scholar. He was, like, the architect. He yeah. he, he was all kinds of shit. Like, different week, you change his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Ma, see that's the thing. Like we could do a whole, we could do a whole Ooh. podcast on Ma. Oh, Ma, home. yeah,
0: you're right, you're right.
1: You know, he's a story in himself. Like Definitely. he would do some really off, off the wall, crazy shit. Like we'd be going out one night. This <laughs> one particular night, we're supposed to go out, right? And I show up to Ma's house. I kid you not. He's wearing. He got it. He took a T-shirt. Okay, and cut the sleeves off the T-shirt. Okay, and wore wore the sleeves as a scully. <laughs> 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 Hold up. Oh, Hold up. <laughs> Have like, like a seat. No, it was a black T-shirt, and it was cut off. He so he had the cut off on, right? And then he threw like a jacket over it, right? Like yeah. a hoodie, like a zip up hoodie jacket. Yeah. He threw the jacket over it, right? And he got the, the fucking thing on, right? And I'm like, yo, what's what's with that? He's like, oh, it's just like when I when it's sweaty and I don't need it stretched out, I just throw it away. I'm like, all right, dope. He's like, this is gonna be the new shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> fucking didn't stop.
1: Didn't fucking stop there, okay. <laughs> receiving gloves.
0: <laughs> Yo, like the the joints, the
1: Nike joints, bro. Black receiving gloves with you know the white and black receiving yeah. gloves, yeah. Nike. Yeah. Yep. yeah, and he would put those on when and he's leave going him, out. Uh, Leave them on, on strap. of okay? course, of course. And then cleats. <laughs> Get the fuck I out here! I swear to God, dude. I swear to God, Ma. I love you. You know I'm not hating on you. He would do shit like this. Okay? He so come he, up, like he's wearing cleats with jeans. Bro, he, was wearing, he wasn't wearing—he was just wearing jeans. This is when, when everybody wore jeans that was four sizes too big for him. Right, right, right. So, you know, Ma, Ma, thin guy. Ma was wearing 38 jeans with cleats on. The Rockerwear joints
2: and Yo, shit. yeah, like, <laughs> like,
1: like, like, uh, like I don't know, Esco or something. He was wearing some shit, right? Yeah, Yo, you and can't so, knock
2: it, though. That's unique. Carl
1: Kanai. <laughs> it was different. It was different. Ma was yeah. a different guy. So, yeah, still is. So, we go... <laughs> And we're like, we're young at this point. And I don't know, we, he had a, Ma had a fake ID. I had a fake ID. We go in a liquor store yeah. and we'll buy, remember Carlo Rossi wine? Yes, the jug. The, the, the $2 of of wine. Yeah yeah, right? yeah,
0: yeah, You get a jug like this for like, like a Ma- day. <laughs> <$1.
1: laughs> Ma walks into the liquor store, right? Yeah. Onto the tile with the cleats on. He <laughs> Falls on his ass. Guess up. <laughs> Looks around. Goes and grabs the collar of Rossi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he would do shit like that. He would he would literally do shit like that. Yo, Mars Wiling. Were they
0: metal cleats or the, the plastic No, they're plastic or... cleats. Okay, okay, he okay. didn't He's have to do that. He took cleats. the cleats yeah. off after that. Okay. But see,
1: people might that might sound right now, that might sound like fucking ridiculous and, and corny and stupid. But let's 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 rewind. People did crazy shit. Fucking Nelly would put a band aid on his face without a fucking cut. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Start a trend with it.
0: Yeah. Remember had, they yeah. had the uh JD Kiss had like the paper towel uh bandanas. You remember those? No. Yo, you remember Ma- that? And I was yeah. And later on I would say, shit, he was on to something.
1: <laughs> Motherfuckers are gonna do this, you know. Yeah, Yo, wow. with with
2: the amount of unique things that he did, it just to me it illustrates and personifies his his mind it it illustrates how unique of a person he is and how he's not afraid to to approach it from a different angle anything no um, yeah his 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 method of expressing rap and lyricism and well, anything yo, you know, fashion mean,
0: whatever Maude Douglas is one of my favorite people in the world man
1: dude he would Real express he would find a way to express himself and let you know what his style was going to be
0: yeah 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 for sure yo we got th- i got to tell the story and then we're going to we're going to jump ahead but hmm. i need to hear about the story when Ma got into a fight, well, there's plenty of Mar fights. Mar fights, this is Mar podcast. But, but this is a Ma This is the Marcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what is the fight where is you and him drinking at a bar and he goes into the bathroom? Another one,
1: underage. Tell
0: me this. Tell me this. Where story, the place?
1: Where the bar called Classics, in Green Bay. I love this story. Classics guys. gone. Another Mar fashion this. statement. We're not look. We're not gang bangers, mm-hmm. you know. We didn't live that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. We never portrayed ourselves to be that way, right? You know, but at the same time, where we were, you weren't—you weren't gonna punk us. We were young. We didn't think we could lose. Mm-hmm. Like I, I used to tell—they—they they talk shit about me all the time. When I was seven, 16 to 18, 19 years old, mm-hmm. I would say off the wall shit. They'd be like, "Yo, Mike Tyson." I'd be like, "I'll fuck him up." But like, no, you won't. I'm like I'll fight that motherfucker right now. I'll fucking knock. I would. I thought that
0: yeah.
1: at that point, yeah. it's ridiculous. You hear it right now. Like I, I think about myself saying, "I'm a like, god. I'm fucking crazy." But I tell him, like you telling me, that that 17 year old that thought he could fucking fight, might get in the ring, and actually compete with Mike Tyson, you weren't kind of feeling good if a fight went down that at least that motherfucker was involved, right? Real, yeah, yeah. So. Ma thought the same way. Yeah. We thought we were like WWF. Like we're tag team champions. You fight us, you're dead. Yeah. Like it's over. Don't 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 come in. If there's four of you and there's two of us, we're good. Yeah. That's how we thought. Yeah. So <laughs> Ma and I are drinking, trying to pick up girls. Yeah. Just doing us. Yeah. And Ma, Ma's style for the night was to take the Nike headband and wear it upside down, so the the, the swoosh was upside down. All right. And I guess that was like something that GDs or something did. I don't I don't fucking know. Don't know. I, who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this dude comes up.
2: You triggered somebody. There's
1: a couple of dudes come up. I don't know it a, if he was Hispanic, and then there was some white dude. I don't know. He came a Hispanic dude comes up to mall and says, "Yo, you you disrespecting my gang." And Mar looks at me and we're like, y gang, you're in Green Bay. What gang? <laughs> you know? Like we're right. laughing. Right? <laughs> right. And he goes, Yo, t- you know, take your headband off, put on the right way. And we're like, No. Yeah. Fuck you. Right. They get into it, they go to the they go up to the bar. Me and Ma drinking. And Mar keeps looking And mar has got that look in his eye. Yeah. You right. know what I'm talking about, yeah, right? Yeah, you know. And Ma's like, yo, B. I don't like how you did Dimmy like that. All right. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah, so I feel you. He, the dude gets up, and he's walking to the bathroom. That's see Ma get up. So I follow Ma, because I know what he's going to do. Yeah. So dude goes in the bathroom, take a piss. Yeah. Uh-oh. Ma walks in behind him. I walk in behind Ma. He looks at me. I'm like, OK. I leaned up against the door. Dude turned around, Ma was like, what's up now, motherfucker? <laughs> Bow, hits him. Pop, hitting his head off the urinal, just fucking him up, right? And you could hear the commotion. <laughs> then his boy and his girlfriend are trying to get through the bathroom door, and I'm holding shut, laughing, because yeah. Marr's just Fuck fucking (laughs) working this kid, right? Right, right, right. Pow, 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 pow. He's drunk too, right? (laughs) Talk shit, motherfucker, right? Fuck, Talk about gangs in Green Bay. Fuck you, right? He's just, Ma's going to town on him. I'm laughing. So then they they finally, three or four people in the bouncer, push the door open. They grab us. Me and Ma go out the back. Yeah. The mother dudes, I think, went out the front. Yeah. So me and Ma walk around, say, yeah, fuck that motherfucker. We're all hype. And uh, this kid, Drew, one of our friends, Drew, Steen, TK, he's got the keys to the Expedition, my brother's Expedition. Yeah. So we're driving my brother's brand new Eddie Bauer Expedition. We're all underage and we're all drunk. Bad news all around. Yeah. But Steen was of age at this point. Like, was he a, I don't know, he was at a, of age or he was he could drive. So we he got the key and we're like, yo, meet us on the other block or we're gonna walk around here. So we walk around the corner, we get on the street these motherfuckers come back out oh, now. They're like 3D, mm-hmm. and Ma's Ma's drunk. Okay, and Ma's looking. Oh, you want some more, motherfucker? <laughs> and the dude puts his hand, comes walking up with his hand behind his back. You know. Yeah. So I thought he had a knife. hmm Because he got his hand like he's gonna, he got like he got a shank and he's gonna he's gonna use it when he gets close. Yeah. And I'm backing off and I'm like, Yo, Ma, what? Back the fuck, Ma didn't back. So Ma swings, misses. Slips on the ground. Dude gets on top of him, right? So other guy comes, and then I realize he don't have a knife.
0: Yeah.
1: So other dude comes up. I'm like, bang, 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 bang. Wash him. Go back over to Ma. Grab the other guy. Bang, 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 bang. Wash him. So they're in the middle of the street. Yeah. <coughs> Third dude didn't want a piece. Pick Ma up. Ma was out of it. Still swinging. Cause
0: was the dude was the dude <laughs> punching Ma when he was on the ground.
1: <clears throat> yeah, he was Mar, Mar. had swung, missed, fell on the ground. The dude got on top of me, hit his head on the ground. Ah. So when I saw that happen, I lost. I, bl- I blacked out. Like, yeah. I'm gonna kill this motherfucker. Right. So this is all happening in the middle of Main Street. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like the Main Street, like it's the Main Street, and there's a ho- all this traffic stopped and there's snow outside. <laughs> these two dudes are laying on the ground, like, finished. And yeah. I pick up Maul <laughs> in the Drew. still swinging. <laughs> Drew pulls in the middle of the street, right? In the middle of the fucking street in the median, stopping all tra- traffic in the expedition. And I pick up Marl on my shoulder and, like, put him in the truck, right? <laughs>
2: Yeah, I knew I liked Ma for a reason. Yo, <laughs> Ma
1: was ruthless. And then we left. Luckily, didn't get in trouble. But yeah, that was that was fight one of many. Of the stars. the
0: Minneapolis fight was the greatest fight of all time. Wait, which one? Cause he got he actually <coughs> got into a fight at one of my birthday parties. Oh, I love that. We're walking back to that, the car, and he's fighting this this Spanish kid in the middle of the street. Like for no, we were just walking. Everybody just walking. All of a sudden, they just start fighting. <laughs> yo, remember, Ma had something to prove. Yeah, Ma, he he, Ma had a bloody nose, but I think he fucked the the kid up pretty well. Yo, know, Ma, 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 had some hands on him.
1: We we're in. This is funny. What this, Minneapolis fight is this? This is a good one. This is around the time of the. You were at the DJ Cannon party, right? I don't or know. Cannon if was, was you remember man. DJ
0: Cannon, right? Yeah.
1: Yo, man, yo, Ma, man, remember him?
0: You're not talking about Don Cannon, though. No, no, DJ. He called himself DJ Cannon. I don't know if I remember
1: him. Man. Anyways, he's yo man. I got to house party, man. He he had a real deep voice. You yeah. don't remember him? Nah. So D- DJ, Can- <laughs> DJ Cannon. And Ma knew him. He. You don't remember the house party at that old? It was like a Victorian. It was a bunch. Of, it was a stone. A bunch of stoners. Nah, I don't remember. I wasn't there. That was when Fiore peed on himself. Okay, okay. So what, I wasn't there. Let me look. That, that was the night before. Or the night after. I don't know. So we go, that might have been a whole different time, but the f- the Minneapolis fight was the best one because one of the b- one of the dudes, Ma knew him, like, remember Adam Shreve? Yeah, I remember Shreve, shout out Shreve. He's one, Sh- one of Shreve's friends, I think. Yeah. So we're in the parking lot in the, um the you know where the campus is at? You know where that library bar is? Yes, the library You go across the street in the back, there's that big parking lot. Yep. We're down there, we see these group of dudes just picking on some people. Like, they were like, we're fucking with two dudes or or two girls or something. We pulled up in the truck. We were looking for a fight. Me and Ma was like, fuck, fuck this. It was Me Ma, Jamal, Charles, and Fury. Yeah. uh, In the Explorer. Pull up. Just bumping some music, we're vibing, yo, what the fuck? Yell at him. Yeah, what they yelled back. Ma was like, yo, fuck this, let's go over there. So pull out and we get up. And just me and Ma get out at first, right? Yeah. We're thinking, this tool, let's go wash these guys. Let's go box. Let's have fun, right? That's what me and Ma were thinking. We walk up all of a sudden from around the corner. I'm not shitting you, ten dudes. It ended up being two on twelve. Shit. I look at Ma and I'm like, yo, we, we made a mistake, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bit off a little so more than you Charles could Charles Charles, bless his heart. You remember Charles? Yeah, I remember Charles. Charles was, you know, thin. Yeah, You know, he'd try his best, but he wasn't going to do much. Yeah. Then there was Jamal. Jamal was stealthy. He wasn't going to let you hit him. His yeah. face is too pretty. He was going to wait you down a kick. <laughs> and then there was Fury in the back, who could probably fight but didn't want to. Yeah. So me and Mar are sitting there, and then there's a building, and there's one of those, uh, uh, what do you call those uh, guardrails, like parking rails? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So these dudes are coming in, right? And my, me and Mar like fucking, we, we literally like, yo, let's just put our backs to this. We looked at each other, we had our backs to this rail. Yeah. And these dudes are coming up, pie, 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 pie. we're going in. This dude got like this <laughs> thick ass, like triple fat goose fucking down jacket. Mar's got a fucking pop, 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 just yeah, yeah. cleaning them right. <laughs> and I'm watching, I'm laughing. <laughs> other dude comes up, whack, whack. We're just going in. And they see this group of guys, sees we we mean business. Yeah. We washed like four of these guys. And me and Ma back. It's some movie up.
0: shit, man. It's it really was,
1: shit. dude. And my adrenaline is pumping. Me and Ma are looking like, yo, we can fuck out of here. <laughs>
0: like,
1: <laughs> yo, I don't have no more juice. And the dudes <laughs> on the ground, the dude, this dude was wearing a thick, I remember it was a thick white jacket. He was bigger than Marcus, too. He was wearing this thick white jacket. But Ma wouldn't like we were always the tactics is we're gonna use whatever's on your body to throw you off. Mm-hmm. Like you, you're wearing some heavy shit that's coming over your head. So Mark got this dude's jacket over his head and he's punching him through, <laughs> like through <laughs> the, the side jacket. of the jacket. <laughs> he falls on the ground. He's about to get back up. Jamal runs up. Pow! He's kicking him just kicks him in the face. <laughs> and we're on the ground. So we're all, we're, we're by the truck, and Jamal's worried that he got blood on his brand-new Timbs now. He's <laughs> like, oh, I got blood, blood on my, my Timbs, yo, Timberland. what the fuck, yo? Oh, yeah. well, Dude, <laughs> let's get in the truck. So they're all coming towards us. We're backing into the truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> fucking Fiori comes out of nowhere. Hey, hey, guys, hey, guys, there's no need for this. Let's just get along, Right literally like that, right? Me and Ma are like this fucking guy. All of a sudden over the top. Somebody's can hand came over the group of the guys. Bow, his fury. He's laying on the ground, right? So we come forward. Ma jumps forward. They 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 gang up on Ma. Yeah. I go in to help Ma. And then fucking bang. Someone hit me fucking probably one of the hardest punches I've ever felt in my life. Boom! Hit me in the fucking jaw. It was like one of them shots, you know, when you get hit on the jaw and you just lose all your. <laughs> yeah. I was like on yeah. the ground, but damn, I-, I couldn't even control my body. <laughs> and I got up, I was like, God, who hit me, King Kong? And I got up, and this motherfucker must have been like five four. Wow. I was wearing brass knuckles. Oh, oh shit! Right, wrecked my fucking world. And when I got up and saw him, he started running. Because he's like, oh shit, I got my one good punch, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. So then yeah. we get Ma out, and Ma had braids and shit. Yeah. Like really nice, really nice braids he just had done up. His braids were all fucked up. Forehead looked like a fucking Klingon. <laughs> Ma was fucked up. I was so mad. I was almost crying like they did him like that. I wanted to kill, I was like, yo, I'm gonna run over every one of these motherfuckers, right? Yeah. So they all scurry off. I pick up Ma. Ma still wants to fight. Fuck this. He's like, yo, man, fuck this. <laughs> I fucking love Ma He didn't feel no pain He's yeah, like fuck yeah. this right, right. Ma, So my jaw's like this Ma's hair's fucked up Everybody else is fine Me and him Dang. So The dude That dude I was telling you That new Shreve Yeah yeah Ma fights Almost fought him again At the party Cause he's seen him Right And he's like yo you and twelve dudes against us two. Now I'ma fight you square. The same dude that we had knocked knocked out another yeah, time, yeah, yeah. and Shereef diffused the situation. But that was a, that was the most. I think I think I would say we lost that one.
0: Okay. Well, two on twelve, though, man. Those aren't
1: good odds, you know. No, but I couldn't believe we left without being asleep. There you go. Because we probably should have been asleep that night. We should have been like somewhere. Yeah. But we made it out. You made it. So we picked next time. When you come to Minneapolis, shout out to Minneapolis-St. Paul. Motherfuckers, is for real, dude. (laughs) Bring your gang with you because people are going to uh, throw down. We got
0: some fighters out here. Definitely, man. Definitely. So, yeah, more fights. More and B fights. Well, shit, man. It's about, about that time. Gotta sure. wrap it up. We didn't even get into the ghostwriting stuff. We might, we'll do a part two or something. You know, do a part. We we'll do. Oh, we gotta get into. We well, have somewhere. to tell that story.
2: Oh, part two, to. part three, Eight, part four. talk about. You know, maybe uh, get more Ma in here. That would be great, oh, man. Have to, have to. That would to. be
0: great. All right, so yeah, another episode of the Twin City Tone Podcast in the books. Thank you to my guests today, Wolfgang, Chris, Kave B. Thank you so yeah. much. Salute to Appreciate DJ D. It. Mill. We out.